right now, I think it's my time to take over the show, Ryan. Go ahead. I'm I'm trying to find some Zubak rebounding props so that works out. I don't think you want to. I don't think you want to look at Zubak's player props right now. Think about man. You know what? I took the Suns money line. I'm getting a little nervous here. There's a lot of sharp money coming in here on the Clippers. I have a surprise caller for you right now. Who? Caller, you are now on the show. Welcome to Bet MGM tonight. Caller, can you identify yourself, please? What's happening, Quentin? What's up, Ryan? Congratulations uh, on the new show. You're talking some Clippers, so why not a little West Coast flavor from uh, from me, Matt Money Smith, longtime Southern California radio personality. Matt, huge fan of the show, man. <laughs> I love you guys. I really do. Thank you, Ryan. His really face. great stuff. Love you on the NFL Network as well. I was like, who is this? So I, I was worried that this was going to be my dad or something. <laughs> Well, your dad would have been a much better get, so sorry to have uh, disappointed you and everybody listening. No, trust me. He wouldn't have, Matt. Love your work, man. You guys do a tremendous job. Love the show. Hey, what are your thoughts on the Clippers tonight? Do you think that they can actually pull out a victory without Kawhi Leonard? Because we're looking at the spread. It's going all over the place. Phoenix looks really good now. Chris Paul out of the uh, health and safety protocol. What are your thoughts on this one tonight? Yeah, it seems like, you know, look, I, I think not all 0-2 deficits are the same. Um, and, and this Suns team just looks to be, they look to be a pretty formidable bunch. You know, I think it's one thing to, to knock out a Utah team that, that clearly was having issues health-wise with, with Donovan Mitchell and that ankle, and, and they were really pretty beat up. Um, same with the Mavericks, you know, beyond Luka, there wasn't a whole lot to be afraid of there. So, I mean, to me, this is just kind of where the Kawhi injury catches up. You know, you got the balance of a big and, you know, a big on the inside and Aiton that you have to contend with. And, you know, especially when it comes to offensive rebounds and, and obviously the incredible scoring of Devin Booker. And, you know, to me, it's just sooner or later it was going to catch up with them. Uh, it was kind of, I think, crazy to think they could win a title without, you know, one of the five best players in the league. And, and I think that, unfortunately for them, this is the series that, that you kind of, you're reminded of that. Like, hey, you can't lose Kawhi Leonard and keep winning playoff games. You know, if I have you on the line, man, I really don't care about the Clippers. I got to be honest. I got to ask you this, all right? Are you buying into Justin Herbert? I know it's only year two. Well, are you buying into the Chargers as a legit playoff team? And do you think it'd be a waste of money if I played an MVP future on Justin Herbert? Granted, it's year two, but you look damn good, man. Yeah, I mean, look, I obviously I'm biased. Um, but, you know, the, I'll tell you this. Like, the thing about, about Herbert that I didn't, you know, last year we weren't able to get close to him um, because of health and safety protocols. So, you know, the extent, like, I could only get probably without within, like, 100 feet, and I was in the stands at SoFi. So, you know, I'm already 20 feet above him, and he's 70 feet on the field. Um, I was just at their mini camps and, you know, five feet away from the guy. He, man, he's impressive. He is just to have a go, you know, and that goes beyond. I'm just like, look, we all watched him play. The guy gets it, man. He freaking gets it. Like he's, he's unreal. Uh, just to watch him make plays. Like there's so many things about Herbert, right? One physical stature blew my dome when I'm watching him stand next to pretty big guys like Mike Williams and yeah. Keenan Allen uh, in tight ends. And you just see how thick and physically imposing he is Two, you know, last year, nothing faced him, nothing. You know, they go up 21 to three, on the Bucks in the first half, and, you know, they get a terrible fumble, you know, that gives the Bucks some life. The Bucks take the lead and, you know, just overcome this giant deficit that looked like they were going to get a victory. And what does Herbert do? He takes a lead in the fourth quarter. Like, to me, and he did that against Drew Brees. It, you know, he did that against really good competition, game in and game out. He had the lead against Patrick Mahomes in his debut in week two uh, in the fourth quarter as well. So, I think you mix all those things together, and, and I'll be honest, um, just 
I'm so impressed with his coaching staff. Right. Brandon Staley is super impressive. Uh, I haven't had a chance to spend a lot of time with him, but but enough to, to really kind of come away. And I hear what the players are saying about him too. So, yeah, I'd be I'd be very, very excited about the Chargers prospects this year. Well, and especially, like, because the craziest part about it, man, is, um, like, he didn't even have a real preseason, you know? Right. Like, with, yeah, co- no, with well, COVID yeah, and whatnot, yeah, no, like, his damn, rookie year, yeah. yeah, he didn't even have a preseason. I just find that crazy. We're talking with Matt Money-Smith. Calls the Chargers games, TV host on the NFL Network as well, does play-by-play for the Chargers, Petros and Money. That's my favorite show, AM570 LA Sports. Uh, i got to ask you one more question then about LA, obviously. What about the Rams? Because I'm really high on the Rams. My partner here, Quentin, keeps laughing at me because I'm buying into Matthew Stafford. I know he's never won a playoff game, but I just feel like in this offense with McVay, I think he's the perfect fit, and they're going to be able to throw the ball down the field this year. Yeah, I'm excited about him too. Um and, you know, look, that, that I should have anti-bias against them, right? Or Because right. they share the stadium. I want the Chargers to capture the city, not the Rams. But uh, I, I do think a lot of their limitations offensively were a product of Jared Goff. And, I, you know, Jared's a really nice guy. He, you know, for, for all intents and, and purposes, he was, he was a celebrated quarterback, a, a beloved quarterback. Uh, at the same time, I think there were limitations there. And I, I really do feel like McVay is one of the best offensive play callers in the league. And he's going to be able to, to uncork some stuff we weren't able to see with Goff that, that we're going to get to see with Stafford. I think their receiving core is underrated. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I would uh, – the one, the one thing that I'm a little worried about with the Rams is just depth. You know, they had a very healthy season last year. Um, you know, in, in, and I think that's the one issue. If you look at their offensive line, it's pretty thin. Their receiving core, thin. Their running back room now, thin. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. that's my one concern is, you know, guys typically get hurt. And, and I think that's a team that could really have a pretty big dent put into their season with injury. If you were a betting man, who do you think Green Bay's starting quarterback is week one? Do you think Rodgers is coming back, or do you think it's Jordan Love or Blake Bortles? What, what, what do you think? I, I don't see how it's not Rodgers. The only way – well, I shouldn't say that. The only way I don't think it's Rodgers is if he retires or if he sits out and he gives back the $40 million bucks. There's just – it does not make any sense for them to trade him right now. You know, you don't want to trade him to a team in which your return is draft picks, and by trading him there, you make those assets worse. You know, they're, they're going to be the same draft picks at the end of the 2021 season. So why not wait, let – you know, let Drew Locke disappoint the Broncos. Right. Let Sam Darnold disappoint the Panthers. You know, you know, roll that. You know, roll those dice, and that way you can have, I think, a much better bidding war, um, and you'll get better draft picks, right? Because those teams will have failed, and instead of getting a Broncos pick that's maybe in the teens or the twenties, uh, you get one that's in the top ten. And I, I think that's to me that just makes so much more sense. Um, than, than trading him right now and devaluing the assets you'd be getting in return. It's so early, man, but, I mean, it's June 24th, but if you had to make a Super Bowl pick, if you had to pick just one team, are you all over the Chiefs like everybody else, or who would you go with? Who do you, you, know, who do you have high hopes for in the 2021 season? Unbiased opinion. Uh, yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, unbiased, <laughs> unbiased. right, right. We know the Chargers I mean, are going to be good. Exactly. Like, the thing for me with the Chiefs, and, it's, and it is a, it's a blind spot for me, is the Chargers have always played them really well. You know, they, they should have won that first game. They won the second one. Granted, they were arrested Mahomes. But the year before, uh, they split. The year before, they, like, so it's hard for me to pick the Chiefs because I kind of – I've seen what Joey Bose is able to do that offensive line. Um, and we saw what the Bucks were able to do uh, when they were able to kind of really – you know, they took advantage of a decimated offensive line. So I think 
if I had one team, I think it's pretty hard to pick against the Buccaneers. To me, right. it just it is. You, you never see this, right, where they return 22 starters. And, and man, that defense is so good, and that O-line is so good um, that it's – to me, that, that's the safest bet of them all um, is, is just banking on that. Because, look, the AFC – is a to me is a lot harder than the NFC. I mean, way harder to try to figure out. You know, is, is it going to be Baltimore that gets the playoffs figure out? Is Buffalo ready to take that next step? Did the Chiefs rebuild that offensive line, or are they just trying to put? You know, what do they always say about an offensive line? It's got to be five fingers on a glove, and they got to work together. You know, well, you're putting basically five new starters out there. Is it going to work? I think. You know, there's a lot of those questions. You know, are the Chargers ready to take that step? Are the Broncos defensively such a you know imposing force that they could derail the Chiefs uh, a little bit? It just feels like there's more. You know, the Browns, and I just keep you know it saved the AFC South, which right. looks to be a pretty. Well, although you know the Titans could still be okay, although I'm not crazy about them defensively. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just seems like the AFC is a lot harder to predict than the NFC. So why not just go with the team that looks to be the best of that conference? Absolutely, Matt Money Smith, voice of the Chargers. One more question for you. About two minutes left here. Uh, are you guys? How nervous are you with the Padres, man? After what you saw in that last series for the Dodgers, what's the concern level? I mean, yeah. the Dodgers were predicted to win 105 games. They can't get past the Padres now. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a legitimate concern for the Dodgers. You know, they. They. Um, they do not do well against Blake Snell. Uh, they don't do well against left-handed pitching. And I think there's still enough bullpen questions with a, with a lineup, you know, like the one the Padres have, that you got to be really worried, I think, if you're – you know, the way they get ahead of the Padres, they're a deeper team. The Padres aren't that deep of a team. Um, so the way you beat them is in a, a five- or a seven-game series, right? Well – if you don't win the division, and, and by all accounts, it sounds like most people around baseball are buying into the Giants, um, that Farhan's going to add at the trade deadline, and, and that they're going to be in this thing till the end. So if you don't win the division, you're probably in a one-game wild card with the Padres. Wow. And that's, that's a pretty scary proposition. Yeah, it really is, man. Thanks a lot for joining us, Matt. Huge fan of your work. In fact, these guys give me a hard time because I kind of hate everybody, but I, I honestly really do like your work, man. He's the so. one person that he loves. Yeah, you're you. the one person I think I've complimented. So Absolutely. Thanks for giving right us on. some time, man.